Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. Welcome to the Ned and Josh podcast for a very special edition, one without Ned. And that makes it maybe the most special edition we've ever had. Producer Mike <laughs> join us on this morning's show. I'm I'll, sure he'll be thrilled to hear that. Now, you know what? The only reason, because normally we wouldn't turn this into a podcast, but it was just a wonderful morning, mate. They had a, they had a really good time with you this morning. Oh, thank you. In fact, it's a it maybe a career shiftingly awesome morning. So, well, you know what? Maybe have a listen for yourself. Yeah, you judge everyone. Everyone who listens, j- tell me, was I better than Ned? No, actually, don't say that. Don't, don't tell, tell me. Don't tell me that. Don't tell lot. Mike. Tell Ned. <laughs> I am undeniably furious this morning. Um, <laughs> I've been googling, mm. and the jury's kind of out on whether or not dogs can do things with malice. Okay. Dogs actually do things intentionally to really annoy their... really smart enough to do that. Apparently, there is some studies to suggest they think that dogs do have the ability to try and upset their owner. Like on really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a fact? Most of them say absolutely not. Okay, dogs don't right. do anything with malice, but some, <laughs> some studies. And it's, it's, it's the one, it's like the nine out of ten dentists recommend Colgate. Yeah. Who's the one? The one vet that's just an outlier <laughs> who I'm agreeing with because I'm going to tell you a story right now and you tell me this isn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. So this morning I woke up at 2.30am to the sounds of the two golden retrievers going ballistic downstairs. Inside? Inside. Yeah. So... I'm the only one being annoyed by this. The neighbours are sleeping soundly, one would hope, because it's indoors. But the problem is with two full-size golden retrievers barking indoors, it sounds like the world is ending. Oh, yes. So I woke up panicked, and I've got up, gone downstairs, had a bit of a look, couldn't see what they were barking at, which to me says possums or the next-door neighbour's cat, whose name is Oscar, who is a jerk, who purposely <laughs> antagonises our dogs. You hear us, Oscar? He is a jerk. He sits in his little cat containment cage and just stares at them, and, he, and the dogs hate him. Hate him. And the day is coming, and it won't be the dog's fault. That's all I'm saying. He antagonises <laughs> wow. them. Anyway, okay. the point I'm trying to make here is that the dogs were barking at nothing. Yeah. So I'm I'm awake. This continues for an hour. Oh just goodness. as I get back to sleep, they bark again. And just as yep. I get back to sleep, they bark again. And it's at nothing. Like, it's at nothing. And I mm. am peeved. My alarm goes up at 4.30. And I've gone, okay, right, fine. Got, like, very disjointed sleep. Got to get into work. Ned's not going to be there today. Mike's uh, coming into the show. It's a little bit of an unusual morning. Things are off centre. So I should get there 25 minutes late, which is what I did this morning. You did. I didn't want to bring it up, but I'm glad you did. did. It's the faith I have in you, Mike. As long as you're aware. I'm having a lot of faith in you. (laughs) Anyway, I get downstairs and I've looked at the dogs and they're expecting to be let out, but I'm at this point running too late to let them out. Sure. So I've gone straight to the shower and I'm thinking I'll let them out after the shower. It's no big deal. In the 10 minutes that I was having a shower, Cosmo has taken an absolute steamer downstairs. Oh, just and just in the last in 10 minutes. In the 10 minutes between when I was first going downstairs to when I was out of the shower. So she's seen me walk past and gone, oh, good. Time for me to get let out. Her tail's mm-hmm. wagging and I've walked straight past. And I believe she's gone, <laughs> That's not that's not how this works. He certainly won't make that mistake again. I'm going to show him. <laughs> and that's oh. what she's done. That's literally what she's done. You can't tell me that's not on purpose. You can't tell me she's not trying to send me a message by pooping downstairs because I didn't let her out straight away. That certainly, it de- definitely feels targeted. I remember, it does. I remember the story you were telling about when you decided to feed the other dog first before Cosmo. Yes. And how... 
she did not take kindly to she that. She attacked the other dog. This Cosmo has gone feral. She's a yeah. little golden retriever that looks. She looks like a teddy. She looks like a teddy bear. Sure, she's and, not infected with cordyceps. Something's gone wrong. She's like the Last of Us. Yeah. She's gone actually feral. Is that is there diarrhea involved in the Last of Us? Because there I, was in Cosmo. I would be surprised if there wasn't. Cos- in Cosmo's message this morning, there certainly was. <laughs> Very angry. <laughs> Producer Mike's filling in for Ned this morning because Ned has uh, tonsillitis. So yes, there you does. go. Um, poor thing. I actually don't know if I really should be saying all of Ned's medical information on air. Do you want to say what the doctor said? No, that's probably not. The, one of the worst cases, cases of tonsillitis he's ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Ned did the radio show yesterday, so... That shows the commitment that he has. I he just couldn't ve- do it today. I'm very glad Ned and I forego, forego like, forewent our pre-show make-out session yesterday. Yeah, I feel like that's you know just what? It. And yeah. it's not necessary every day. And, it's really and he, not. And we really, really dodged it's really the bullet. not. I ask you to not. Yeah, you, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. Um... Getting to know here we are. Mike is here. Producer Mike is here. And we want to get to know Producer Mike a little bit. Now, you often will hear Producer Mike is a very big part of the Ned and Josh show. But you might think, well, I don't, I don't know this guy super well. We mm. don't often hear from him at massive lengths of time. This morning is going to be quite, quite the exposure to Producer Mike. Except between the hours of 10 and 12, Monday to Friday. No, no, but you just, you talk in between the songs. Yeah, right. It's a snappy, it's a snappy presentation. This is a good three-minute chunk. So I want to hear from you a little bit, all right? Okay. We get to get to know you progressively throughout the morning just by asking you absurd questions that the internet's posed. Oh, good. Now, a lot of these are first date questions. So I think this is mm-hmm. really good because in a lot of ways, a lot of people just sitting there going, well, how would you do- delve into someone's psyche? First date questions. So here yeah. we go. <coughs> Mike. Hi. If you could choose one food to eat for the rest of your life, what would you choose? That is a good question, Joshua. Um, I would go... I'd go with pizza because it's quite versatile. Oh, great call. Great call. Because you have different toppings and yeah. Yeah, you can swap and change if you get tired of a certain ingredient. That's a smart answer. That's a smart answer to that question. Well done. Um, Would you rather fight a bear or a crocodile bare-handed? Uh, so you have no weapons, no nothing. Would you rather fight a bear or a crocodile? Bear. Why? Well, because, answer that for me. Because crocodiles can attack on both land and oh, in yeah, water. So a bear as well. would only... And also, crocodiles have way tougher skin. Like yeah. they, that you can't. Will say though, this is not a commonly known fact. Bears like peel your skin off. Like they like to eat warm meat, so they keep you alive. Yeah, but also crocodiles are kind of like going through a very violent blender. So that's once again intelligent answer. Yeah. I'm starting to learn a little <laughs> bit about you. I have a real you. fear yeah. of crocodiles, by the way. Um, can I let's turn this into a bit of a would you rather situation? Would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life, or give up the internet for the rest of your life? Oh, I hate you're constantly heat. a sweaty boy, but I, you would be able to look at TikTok. I do hate, I do hate the heat. Mm, mm. The internet is too integral to everyday life. You're sweating it out. So I think I have to sweat it out. I would just out. have to do other things to get cool. Would you rather universal respect or unlimited power? So everyone on earth respects Hats. you. It's like, what a great guy. What a fantastic guy. And with universal power, it doesn't matter because everyone has to do what you say anyway. Well, because I've already achieved universal respect. I see. I see. Um, okay. All right. Very <laughs> arrogant. Very arrogant. And last and most importantly, in, in a life or death scenario, which member of your breakfast show would you save first, Ned or Josh? 
that? I can't. What? Answer the question it's now, like us, please. It's, it's, answer the question it's now, like please. Saying, who would you? Who would you save your? Fa- who, which of your sons? No, I know would you the question fail? I'm asking, and I know what it implies. Please give me an answer. I would give you both equal. <laughs> Attention! Opportunity to climb on Ned, you like a koala, Ned Joey. Would, Ned yeah. would be easier to carry. That's a good point. <laughs> he's getting to know. He's a very thin boy. He is very skinny. And now we know who Mike prefers, and that's <laughs> very hurtful as we move forward this morning. Raiders back at home, uh, GIO Stadium. Obviously, another footy season has kicked off. And we've got some great news because there is a plan in place to get more people attending the footy. Apparently, food prices going to be dropped drastically with a lot of items costing less than $5 a piece. That's huge it's if that's massive, the case. What massive. sort of food are we looking at? Sausage yeah. rolls and hot chips to cost less than $5. That For a stadium? For a stadium. That's yep. pretty good because I know, like, you know, we've, we've all been to stadiums, whether it's in Canberra or mm-hmm. around the country, and, you know, you get slugged like, what, Sometimes seven, eight bucks for hot chips. Yep. Fourteen dollar can of Canadian Club at Harry Styles is Ooh. what I what I paid at the core stadium. That and was the rough. Front, it was rough. And what was extra rough is because I guess they've got seventy thousand people who want to keep the order somehow, they've they've got specialty cans of Canadian Club. Yeah, for stadiums only. That so are they're like, all one standard drink. Well, everything's one standard drink. And I was yep. like, So I'm getting less less of the good stuff and <laughs> and I'm paying more for it. This doesn't make any sense. So no, it's good. This they haven't said anything about drinks. I think drink prices probably going to stay the same, but the food price is going down, which I don't eat at stadiums because of how expensive it is. Well, no, neither do I. I would either eat before I go, try to smuggle stuff in, Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, yeah, I I wouldn't pay, you know, $7 or $8 for a sausage roll. If I was paying $4.50, for example, hell yeah, I would. Great manoeuvre. There is is a very, very... important threshold to note though and that's we don't want to go back to like the 20s when people would throw food at the if they didn't like the performance of a team they'd have like tomatoes and they'd throw lettuce and yeah. we don't make food so cheap that a bunch of sausage rolls are being thrown we want to make yeah. them a commodity still so yeah. they stay in people's hands I see that yeah. I see that it's also probably good that we're not there's probably not as much milk there maybe yeah, true, true. good point, good point. we don't want to be throwing that can that's I ask good. another question to you how hard are you trying to smuggle food into stadiums because you know you're allowed to take food in don't you like they're not going to... Oh, I'm not trying to smuggle in, like, KFC or something. Yeah, good, okay. But could we? But you're also, are you, are you're you... also not strapping anything to your body, though. Like, you're not, no, 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 you're not no. going, oh, I want to take a sandwich in. I'm going to need to place it in my underwear. No. Like, you're not... <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. No, because you know how, like, with, with cinemas and everything, yeah. they kind of don't care anymore? I think the stadiums don't care either. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's the next frontier that I was working out. You could take okay. in a mini fridge, like one of those ones you get at Anaconda that's battery powered. They're probably going to have something to say about it. Yeah, but you, you take know, a sandwich fair. in, I think you're fine. <laughs> Josh, let's talk avocado storage. Let's do it. I mean, I absolutely hate avocados, so this is going to be very much a I will hear all of the facts mm-hmm. and be a neutral observer. You don't even like a guacamole? I don't like avocado. At all. At all. Mm, interesting. Um, Ned doesn't like chocolate, so that's objectively weirder, I think. You both are freaks. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, well, that's been said before. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there is a TikTok trend going around, uh, well, a TikTok hack, I should say, going around um, of how to keep your avocados greener for longer because it's common knowledge that avocados are a very um, 
they're very hard to know when they're exactly right, when yep. it's the, exactly the right time to eat them yes. at their most ripe. So, I've heard that. And I, I think that's part of the reason I'm not into avocados. They're fussy fruits. They're they too, are. It's too fussy for me. I'm it like, know, I don't want to do this much work. So the hack is apparently if you submerge your avocados in water and keep them submerged in water, yep. it will keep them greener for longer that way. Submerging um, them, so just letting them go for a swim. Yeah, just putting them mm. in a big bowl of water and just letting Very them sit. And Very apparently that stops them from going brown, at least as quickly. However, uh, a lot of um, doc dietitians have uh, jumped on this and go and went, please don't do this at all because apparently leaving fresh fruit festering in water uh, can make you quite sick because it allows nasty bacteria like uh, like listeria and salmonella um, to penetrate the fruit. Well, apparently that some of some of those bacteria already harmlessly exist on those fruits and then submerging them in water or like activates, activates them. Oh, wow. And they can actually even penetrate mm. the pulp of the fruit. Oh my god. Which then means even if you completely disinfect the skin it's pointless. It's, it's already it's inside, inside the fruit. inside the avocado. Which can then cause some, okay, well, I'm paraphrasing, but hardcore diarrhea. Hardcore diarrhea. I'm adding the hardcore. Oh, but, I was going to say, but, is that a medical term or? Not, I, oh. not what this doctor's saying, but it is, uh, but it can cause, uh, uh, make you very, very sick. Very sorry, Mrs. Jennings. Your husband has hardcore <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> we wish it was soft-core diarrhea, yeah. but it's not. It's hardcore <laughs> diarrhea. Hard um, okay, well, looking at this objectively, this just furthers my argument. Avocados are far too fussy of a fruit. Yeah. People are literally willing to risk it. It's like that puffer fish out of The Simpsons where it's a delicacy, but if you get the wrong bit of it, it, it kills you. Yep. The same thing with avocados here. You, you never know when they're going to be ripe, yep. and even the things you can do to make them ripe might give you hardcore, hardcore diarrhea. diarrhea. <laughs> Peking Duck are coming back to town tomorrow night at the UC Refectory. They are going to be returning. We are very, very excited. Obviously responsible for mega hits. They are also camera boys. Yes, that's a very cool fact. Ruben and Adam, very, very excited to have them back. We do love to wrap our arms around them whenever they come back and go, camera, 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 camera. They are coming home. And we were very lucky to catch up with Adam from Peking Duck a couple of days ago. The only reason I'm letting you know it was a couple of days ago is because Ned is about to come back from tonsillitis magically. Morning, Adam. How are you, mate? Good. How you doing? Yeah, good. good thanks, thanks you. mate. Now you're pretty pumped to be coming back home. Of course, can't wait. How often are you? How often are you coming home to Canberra? Like, how often are you? Is it just like Christmas and Easter and stuff? Or yeah, it's like Christmas, uh, old homies' birthdays. Whenever my mum nags me enough to come, yeah, and, yeah. come and that's pretty stock standing. I think they're the big three, to be honest. They're sort of what everyone who lives interstate from their parents has to do. It's enough. And when your parents start going like, you haven't been home in seven months, you're like, all right, fine, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. <laughs> Obviously, um, Obviously, you've, do, you've done festivals. You, you guys are just conquering the world with everything. But um, UC Refectory, it's an awesome venue, but it's on the smaller side. Do you prefer these gigs where you get up close and, or do you sit, like seeing a huge, massive gathering of people? I think uh, they're both special in their own way, you know. I mean, seeing a mass amount of people all at once sharing a very positive, fun energy is like just a spectacle within itself. But 
the energy you can get off an intimate show where you're, you know, everyone's sweating on each other. <laughs> you, can, you can, like, actually see everyone's face in the crowd. Yeah. I feel like that, that's a bit more raw, a bit more primal, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get make a closer connection yeah. with the crowd. 100%. So that's what we're doing with this tour. You've got, um, obviously, the new song out at the moment. We are spinning it all the time here at Hit 104.7. I Want You with Darren Hayes. How does that come about? How do you get on board with um, with reimagining this awesome track uh, from Darren Hayes? First of all, thank you so much for the support. We really appreciate it. Um, it was quite a trip. I mean, growing up, Savage Garden was everywhere. Savage Garden reached out a while back to kind of just gauge if anyone would be down to do a remix of this stuff. We could pick off of any song of the album, but we definitely picked the most horny one. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is you you said you're 32. We're the same age, and that song, yeah, it was iconic. Like, it was on every yeah. mum's radio everywhere. That, was, that <laughs> yeah. was, like, a rule. So, so good, yeah. So, yeah, did the remix, and then Darren replied, and he said, this is making me horny. <laughs> and then, before we knew it, we were in L.A. working on some other stuff. Darren actually lives right around the corner. We hit him up, and he came over to the studio, like, on a limb that night. Do you feel a little intimidated giving him any notes after, like... I mean, he's already recorded the song once. It was a phenomenon. And then he's coming and done it again. Do you feel weird being behind a desk going, like, oh, mate, bit flat on that one? Well, the funny thing is, I thought that would happen. Like, it, it could get a bit bizarre like that. But one of the first things he said when he walked in the room, he goes... Don't worry, I sound the exact same as I did 25 years ago. Like, <laughs> You're like, now I really thing. can't give him any notes. Yeah. He's really, yeah. he's really confident. You're no, like, we'll see, Darren. Really terrified. <laughs> this is probably not something you can answer, Adam, so please just tell me if it's uh, <laughs> it's not, good so, not question, something man. you can answer. Um, <laughs> but you, you just you struck a, a brainwave with me just then saying that they reached out to you. What's the weirdest artist you've had reach out to Peking Duck saying, hey, would you like to have a crack at this? Uh, we get We get a lot of... Uh, requests for remixes or collaborations, um, which I don't want to name any names because, you know, everyone's an artist, everyone's doing their thing. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Oh, actually, here's a, here's a funny story. <laughs> a very funny story. An exclusive Canberra. Hot, story. hot, fantastic. fantastic. This, is great. this is great. This is it. This so, is about to pay our salaries. <laughs> Dude, so Canberra Milk hit us up like, I don't know, it would have been like four years ago now, mm-hmm. like five years ago. And they're like, all right. Peking Duck, you guys are Canberrans. You know, Canberra Milk, synonymous and iconic within mm. Canberra's culture, has been for a very long time. They reached out to see if we would rewrite a theme song for them that they could use. And mm. I was like, dude, let's do this. So I spent a few days <laughs> making the weirdest jingle I possibly could. And I sent it to them, waiting, waiting on a reply. And I'm like, oh, maybe I've gone to left field here with this one. <laughs> And they reply and they go, there is no way we can use this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is sensational. Yeah. Well, who knows? The Raiders might ask you to rework the Viking clap or something. Yeah, yeah. So hold out for that phone call. I'm down for that. Up the milk. <laughs> yeah, up the milk. Up the milk, indeed. Oh, just not yeah. with your soundtrack. That's that's fine. <laughs> Adam, this yeah. is going to be so awesome. Tomorrow night, UC Refectory. It's going to be big. Check out peakingduck.com. Mate, thank you so much for giving us some time this morning. Thank you, legends. Mad love. Josh, you were saying just before Pink then that uh, you started a New Year's resolution wanting to go to the gym six days a week. Yes, that was the plan. 
It is March. How's that going? Badly. Yeah. Yeah, I'd okay. say pretty badly okay. um, in that I haven't been for like two months. So. Hey, January was all right. It's so funny though. January was pretty good and, and January was the eye-opening experience too. The last time I had a little bit of a go at the gym, there was mm. a kid getting around who was like probably maybe in his early 20s and he was like super scrawny. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, well, look, I'm, you know, obviously a bit older, so the muscle mass comes easy, whatever. I was being a bit of a tool. Mm. And then I saw him again in January, and I was like, oh, that's what happens if you come every day. Yeah. He was huge. I was like, yeah. wow, he's managed to really stack on some muscle mass here in mm-hmm. this course of six months just by being committed. This yeah. is what this is. Well, I want to tell you a story about this guy in Manchester who uh, wasn't really keen on, as the quote says, keen on going to the gym or doing a diet yeah. or anything, but still wanted Man to... after my own heart. But still wanted to be like summer ready all the time. So he's gone to a tattoo artist and this tattoo artist has tattooed a realistic six pack on his stomach. Now, I will say it's for a tattoo of a six pack, it's... Pretty like it's not oh, a God. it's not a bad effort. Oh no, I see what you're talking about. That's not what I was expecting. It's like the best way to describe it. It's like one of those muscle morph suits that you can buy, where you look yeah. like you know you look like you're uh, wearing you're skinless. Yeah, you just yeah, got yeah, your yeah, muscles. Yeah. That's what he's tattooed on here. It actually looks photorealistic. It's not terrible. It's not like in terms of like if you're looking at pure tattoo ability. Amazing. Amazing yep. effort. Amazing effort. Unfortunately, it's tattooed on an average person. And stubborn. Yeah. You need to be a little bit flat there for that tattoo to really pop. I think that's yes. what you need. Yeah, yeah. I And this is what I was going to say to you. This isn't the first time this has been done. I was wrong. I mean, that photorealistic tattoo looks awful. And I, that's the first time I've ever seen anything like that. But remember how in 300, Gerard Butler... Drug butlers come out since and said they very much airbrushed around my abs. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had essentially the base foundation of a flat stomach mm-hmm. and they airbrushed shade and shadow onto my stomach to give me the abs that I had. Wow. Yeah. I mean... That's genius. It is. It is. But it's also something that we can't do ourselves. Well, I mean, if you start saving now... What, for an airbrushing for kit? Summer. Or, oh, for summer. For summer. You start, so instead of trying to get into summer shape, save now to pay a professional airbrush artist to just follow you around for summer, get some waterproof paint, job done. I mean, we what is it, March now, summer's kind of come back around by this December, so we've got nine months. Nine months of intense saving. And with interest rates going up the way they are, airbrush artists probably going to fall pretty low on the priority <laughs> level of things. <laughs> Producer Mike sitting in for a sick Ned this morning. Yes, yes. Now, all morning long, Josh, you have been uh, asking me all these theoretical questions under the guise of getting to know me. Getting to know you. Just letting Canberra get to know you a little bit more in depth. You're on the show all the time, but like, will we ever really focus on you and say, tell us about you, well, Mike? I'm not on the billboard, yeah, so uh, there's on. no real That's need. not my decision, but... <laughs> Strictly my decision. <laughs> not on the billboard. It's part of my contract. Not on the bus. Mike, right. Mike will not be on any of these <laughs> as long as I live. <laughs> so, we, so the idea now is that yes. I will ask some of these questions of a familiar nature to Josh, and then when Ned comes back, whether that be tomorrow or Monday, yes. no, Monday's public holiday, Tuesday, Tuesday mm-hmm. um, see if they get, see if the answers match. God, up. he's definitely phoning in tomorrow. Oh, He's he not is. coming of in tomorrow because he, he gets what he gets six days off for the price of one. Oh, yeah, he's, no, done he's, no, he's, well. he's done very well. He's done very well to get what the doctor described as the worst case of tonsillitis he's ever seen. Yes, did very well, didn't he? <laughs>
to licking those those stop buttons on traffic lights. What was he doing? <laughs> yeah. How did he get it? Yeah, so quickly too. Oh, well, you never know these things. Anyways, <laughs> so let's start with this. I've got five questions so for you. So you're going to ask me these questions yep. and I'm going to have to answer what I think Ned would answer. Yes. And then we're going to, whenever he comes back, we'll check my answers against what he yes. says. Okay. And right. it'd be also interested to see what you think. I like Ned's it. I like this game. Let's go. Uh, what did Ned want to be when he grew up? Actor. He wanted, he wanted to be an, to actor, be an actor. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Okay, good. That was a very solid yep. answer. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be an actor. All right. And he might he might also say teacher, but okay. he wanted deep down to be an actor. All right. If uh, Ned could go back in time, what year would Ned go to? He'd be like cowboy times. Cowboy times. So cowboy we're talking times. like 1800s? Wild West. Yeah, we're talking Wild West. Okay. Go and check that out, I reckon. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Which of Ned's five senses would you say is Ned's strongest? Mm. Well, that's a good... I'm going to say... Taste, hearing, sight. You've seen how he dresses. He has absolutely no taste. (laughs) So let's go with... I'm going to go with eyes. Like, he's he's got very good sight, although it is starting to dip a little even. He's admitted that. Mm. So glasses may be in his future. So, but you're still going to stick with sight? I'm going to say sight. Okay. Um, What what is Ned's favourite food cuisine? Mm. So Italian, Chinese, Thai. Mexican. Mexican? Mexican, yeah. But I'm not 100% on that. That really? one's the one I've been sketchiest on. Do you have like a backup one? What you think, if it's not Mexican, do you have like a backup answer? Indian food. So either Mexican or Indian yep, food. I believe so. All right. And uh, if Ned could join any music group, past or present, which group would he join? Oh, yeah, good, 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 good. Um... I think I would say the Gorillas, but the Gorillas aren't a real band. Like they are, obviously. They're a cartoon, Damien, but you can't really yeah, but join not, them. You can't join the Gorillas. But then I think he would actually love being animated into the Gorillas. True. He would love that. Yeah. So he, Gorillas. I'm going to say Gorillas. All right. I think you've done probably pretty well. Thank there. you, mate. I'm going to give myself a. That's that's. I think I'm definitely going to get. I definitely will get at least three out of five. I'm nearly a hundred percent certain I'm going to get three out of five. I reckon you will get the act, what he wanted to be when he grew up, uh, his favourite food cuisine, and probably the music group. I don't know if you'll get the senses and the going back in time. All right. Well, let's find out when Ned returns to the show. This is an appointment. We're calling this a bit of sticky listening. This is an appointment. (laughs) When Ned comes back, we're going to compare notes to these answers. Mike, I've had a weird 24 hours. Uh, yesterday wasn't the greatest day at work and mm-hmm. then went straight home to what would normally be like, ah, family time. Nice yeah. nice decompressing. Very lucky to have that in my life. And I feel like days like yesterday, it's like this is when you're the most selfishly happy to have this because yeah. I've got someone to talk to and somebody's going to take the dogs for a walk. We can give them mm. all that. Carrie's in Melbourne at the moment for her work. Oh. I'm, I was batching it up last night. I was batching bu- it up? I was by myself. <laughs> okay. Hey, I wasn't watching The Bachelors. I, I don't was, think it's on. No, or reruns. Uh, <laughs> I was by myself. And okay. With the dogs? With the dogs. And we'll get to that later because it's a whole other thing. Okay. But I didn't... This is what happens, I think. When you get into a routine, you're in a relationship for a long time. I've been dating Carrie for like two years now. This is... I don't know what to do when I'm completely on my own anymore. I don't. Oh. I end up having dinner at eight forty-five. Really? <laughs> I just completely lost track of like what time was, and I was like, "Oh, it's getting dark." And I was like, "Yeah, that's right." And it's summer, which means it's nearly <laughs> nine o'clock. Oh my god, I haven't even had dinner yet. What was the dinner? Do you mind? Enchiladas. 
that were like already pre-made, like well, you yeah, just heat yeah, up. Hundred percent. Okay, didn't okay, start okay. cooking enchiladas well, no, at, at eight forty-five. Well, it was either that or did you get them from a takeout? Oh yeah, so, Machachos is very good down there in Monica. Mm. Yeah, no, didn't do that. Okay, um, so actually, is- yeah, they were Coles enchiladas that I have discovered in my bachelor ways. Because this is something that I really thought of last night. I'm like, I'm going to lean into this. So I had a big bowl of ice cream after dinner. Sat and watched Deadwood, which is I love Deadwood, but it is yep. full of the most explicit swearing you could have. So the boys aren't there with their dad at the moment, yep. and Carrie's in Melbourne. Let the sea bombs fly is what I thought yeah. while I was watching Deadwood. For sure. But then the other thing was I went bowl of ice cream and experimental with the enchiladas, put them in the air fryer. Well, you put the enchiladas put in the, the enchiladas air fryer. in the air fryer and it worked. And it made the enchiladas ready in about ten minutes. <laughs> Okay. I'm innovating, but I'm also inno- <laughs> I'm innovating, but I'm also lost. I'm lost. I didn't go to bed until midnight. And like, this is you after how long has Carrie been in Melbourne? Carrie's been in Melbourne for well, she's coming back today. She was in. She said twelve hours. <laughs> she'd been gone for twelve hours. <laughs> how do you fall apart so quickly? That's what I'm saying. That's what I, I didn't think this would be possible. I don't know how you fall apart so quickly. Like for me, perpetually single, I am, I am like a full, at fallen apart yeah. is my baseline. Yeah. <laughs> And so, if there's anything, if there's anything more than that, I consider yep. that a success. If well, anything, I'm really nailing life today. If there's anything below than that, that's a cry for help. That's a real, and it's a crisis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, look. So maybe don't be so hard on myself. Is that what you're saying? I think so. I think yep. you're allowed because when you're around people so much, whether it's you have you have the boys with yep. you, or if you have mm-hmm. Carrie with you, you have your you you have to be together. Yes. And then the second you're not for twelve hours, and you can suddenly it's like a relax moment. Yeah, it really was. Too much to with the time, though. I think I really just let time get away from me. I spent too. I was too busy innovating new ways to cook enchiladas. So I was like, oh, God, it's one in the morning. God help you if Gary goes away for like two weeks. No, I won't survive. I straight up won't survive that. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Canberra's Hit 104.7.